Previously on Badger and the Blitz. London, it's not safe no more. Run, Badger! Run! Got ya! Get off! They want to put her to sleep. And who do we have here? I've never met a real duchess before. This is Badger. She's landed on her paws here. Promise I'll be back. I think she's very soldiery indeed. Welcome to Cottingham Farm. Mm. I'm done for. Jack knocks on the door of Cottingham Farm and waits. There's no reply. The teacher who dropped him off calls out from the car at the end of the driveway. Just let yourself in. Everyone's very relaxed round here. Jack tries the door handle and the door judders and then swings open. He gingerly enters. See? Easy. See you at school tomorrow. Hello? Hello? Is there anyone home? Jack's a bit thirsty after all that travelling, so he helps himself to a glass of water. Thought I saw Janet's car leaving. Yeah, I'm Jack. He holds out his hand to greet her. You are late. Sorry, I... Once late, always late. That's what we say here. But... She takes his hand and gives him a stern look. Gwen, don't make a habit of it. What? Being late. She gestures towards the water. And we always ask before we take. But it's just water. I was... Else it's stealing. But I thought... Room's through here. She opens a narrow door beside the kitchen stove, revealing what appears to be, well, it's little more than a store cupboard. She squeezes past a tall shelving unit lined with jars and then the room opens out into a space about the size of a large shed. There's a small thin window on one wall, too high to see out of, and a skylight in the roof covered with thin fabric. Jack's not used to luxury, but this is pushing things a bit far. She points to a small bed running along the window wall. Here's where you'll sleep. Ain't I upstairs? Set of pounds, and don't you forget it. Hmm. Best put your bag here and come and see Mr Weatherall. While you're here, you'll muck in like the rest of us. Hmm. You missed lunch, so you'll have to wait till supper, I'm afraid. What time's that? Five, usually. But... Couple of hours' work to do first. But come along, Mr Weatherall be waiting. Wow, she doesn't sound very friendly, does she? I hope Jack's going to be okay. It's a week on from their arrival and school is finishing up for the week. Jack and Billy are fetching their coats. Don't you miss the noise? The noise? Of London? Oh, not really. It's noisier too. Just, you know, different. Ain't the same. You must be missing Badger. Yeah. Especially at night. At least she's been looked after. Hope so. Honestly, I hate it there. Not sure how much more I can take. If it's not the 5am get up in the morning, it's the food. Here, this will cheer you up. Francine gave me too. Billy hands Jack a cake, which he starts eating hungrily. Thanks. I thought farms always had great food. Give it a couple more weeks and you'll see. She's got this pot of stuff on the boil the whole time. And every day she adds new ingredients to it. On top of yesterday's, she calls it farm stew. More like bin stew. Honestly, it stinks. Did you ask Francine about me moving to yours? I did ask. But she said they ain't really got the space. I thought we were pals. It's not my place to... That lot of good you are. He grabs his coat and flees. Don't be like that, Jack. 
I actually think they might be a bit scared of the werewolves, if I'm honest. Jack? The following day, Jack is up early, helping Mr Weatherall feed the cows. It's a messy job, what with all the mud and... Yeah, well, there's a lot of poo. Jack has to jump off the tractor and open each gate as they go through and then close it again afterwards. Hold up! Jack squelches through the mud trying to catch up with the tractor, which has barely slowed down to wait for him. He's halfway back when Mr Weatherall yells out. Shut the flipping gate! What's that? Climbing from the tractor, Mr Weatherall races towards Jack, waving his fist. His nostrils are flaring and he spits the words from his mouth. The gate! The gate! Jack spins round to see the gate that he thought he'd close swinging open. He lurches forward, hoping to catch it, but it picks up speed and swings out of arm's reach. Glancing back, he can see the herd of cows on the move, the open gate an invitation for freedom. Jack runs as fast as he can and clutches at the wooden gate, but the speed that it swung open has embedded it into the hedgerow, and he tries desperately to release it. His breath steaming in the cold morning air, Jack charges the gate towards the fence post. It looks like he might just make it. That is, until his feet give way in the slippery mud and he falls down flat. With it, he loses grip of the gate and it swings open once more just as the first cows barge their way through the opening. As Jack gets back to his feet, an angry Mr Weatherall looms over him. I... I... I, I'm sorry! Mr Weatherall grabs hold of Jack's coat roughly and sneers at him meanly. It's pretty scary. Get inside! Jack swallows hard, determined not to give this bully the satisfaction of knowing he's upset. Out of my sight. I told the wife you lot were trouble. Jack clenches his fist, trying hard not to cry as he strides away towards the farmhouse. We're with you, Jack. Those weatherals don't seem nice at all. In the house, Jack is relieved to be alone. He pulls off his mud-clogged boots and hobbles towards the range fire on one side of the kitchen, where he attempts to soak up some warmth. His hands stinging, thanks to having been outside in the bitter cold for so long. He goes to investigate the sound. Three letters have come through the door. Barely glancing at them, he takes them to the kitchen and props them up against the salt and pepper shakers on the table. One of the letters in a pale blue envelope is a little larger, so it sticks up above the others, revealing some neatly typed words. From the desk of Duchess Nina Douglas Hamilton, 43 Chaucer Square, London, NW1. Jack takes a closer look. On the front, in crisp, flowing handwriting, is the address of the farm, and at the top, his name. He excitedly turns it over and tears the envelope open. It's all right to open, right? I mean, it is for him, after all. As he unfolds the note inside, a small oblong photograph falls out. It's a picture of Badger. Badger? It's like one of those school photos you have done. She's seated, looking very proud and wearing a sash. 
Turning the card over reveals some text printed on the back. Badger, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, Search and Rescue Division, Wellington Barracks, London, SW1. The letter explains that Badger has been admitted to the search and rescue section of the army and has already rescued three people. It ends... Certainly very soldiery. ...and is signed simply... Nina. Jack beams with excitement. The morning's events seem unimportant compared to this news about Badger. What are you doing in here? I was just... What's that? It's too late. She spotted the letter. Jack immediately tries to hide it. Come on, out with it. If I'd known we were letting a thief into the house, I'd never have agreed. But it's mine. Whose letterbox did it come through? Well, it is your house. We have none of your cheek, you hear? You're all the same, you city children. Time someone taught you lots of manners. Mrs Wetherall snatches the letter. It's mine! No! Jack tries to grab it back from her, but his smaller size gives her the upper hand. Instead, she simply barges past him and tosses the torn letter into the stove fire. No! Cows need bringing in before it's dark. Don't dither, else there'll be no supper. I hate you! I hate you! Badger and the Blitz is a Roxo production for fun kids. Supported by the Audio Content Fund. <laughs> <laughs>